Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. All right, you guys. Welcome back. We're happy to have you here, as always. Do you want to introduce the subject? Sure, but before we start, do we want to do our Someday You'll Laugh About This moment? We always joke about it being feast or famine for us, where, mm-hmm. and I think that's how it is for a lot of people. You go through sometimes, well, God gives you grace and mm-hmm. you things are more mellow. And then all of a sudden, everything cray cray is happening to you all at once. And yeah. so it was just funny because last week when we shared this someday, you'll laugh about this moment. I was like, oh, I had like two more. But it's like, I've got like three. <laughs> so it was just funny. I'm like, you know, when it's yeah. feast or famine and apparently it's feast right now. So yeah. do you want to share yours? Um, I was at church and there's this kid who often comes with his grandparents. I mean, Mm -hmm. not often, just every once in a while visits his grandparents and comes to church with them. Mm -hmm. And when I was the singing leader for the kids, um, he was really little, like four, five, four years old. And he would raise his hand and I'd be like, do you have a comment or question? And he would say, um, I just want to tell you that you're beautiful. And this happened a couple of times. Are you sure this wasn't your son? And (laughs) no. Doesn't that sound like something Flynn would do? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. he's just such a charmer. Yeah. And he's always like, mom, mom. And I'll like hold my hand mm-hmm. and then he's like, can I please play Minecraft? Uh, right. <laughs> the charmer. But anyway, so this is, that happened a few times when they were visiting. So anyway, I'm not the singing time leader anymore, mm-hmm. but we were having a church linger longer afterwards and he was there and I said, hey, how are you? And I said, do you remember me? I used to be the singing time leader. And he looked at me and he was going... Hmm. You're like, I mean, you told me I was beautiful. And I mean, it's did been, that mean nothing it, to you? <laughs> it's been nine months since I was a singing leader or yeah. something like that. And he was little. And he was like, hmm. He's like, I think, I think you look different because your face is older. <laughs> awesome. This kid used to dote on Fawn me. over you. <laughs> And, and now he's now I'm unrecognizable, unrecognizable to this kid nine months later because my face has aged so much <laughs> oh in the course gosh. of a less than a year that I look like are you sure you just old didn't witch. have your hair pulled up or something <laughs> the old witch he's like From cartoons it's like I I can't place scary your- mask bro it's <laughs> <laughs> like I can't place your face yeah maybe it's probably you're wicked you're old, old now. now. So it was literally one year. So humbling. It's like, we don't need the humility. Okay, no. kids? That's hilarious. All right. Well, let's get into this week's subject. I was listening to the radio, so I have to give credit where credit's due, although I can't remember what station I was listening to. <laughs> and I came into it a little bit late. The couple was writing into the radio station because they were saying they were on a trip and grandma was with them and like she handed their toddler child a like ginormous tall glass of grape juice. <laughs> Why are you carrying glasses? Like, <laughs> well, I think like, they were like at an Airbnb or something. Oh, okay. Or you sorry, know I mean? I'm picturing in the car. Oh no, I think they were. They, oh. so they were like an Airbnb. If, I think, if anybody hands any person a glass right. of a beverage in my car, right? What on earth? Even me, like, don't even hand me a glass. Yeah. I can't handle that if pressure. Need a lid. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm piecing it together from because mm-hmm. I came into this late. But okay. basically, what happened was the child spilled the grape juice like all over the Airbnb floor, and mm-hmm. it, they got charged. Right. To do the clean, to mm-hmm. have it cleaned and all this stuff are replaced. And so the parents were so angry that they like either cut the trip short or like something like that, or like, we're not going to the theme park or whatever it was. Right. So they were 
taking people's submissions on like, do you think this was too harsh? Do you think that's absolutely bananas? Because, mm-hmm. and all these people writing in, they're like, well, you should have punished grandma <laughs> because what grandma is giving a child Get like, in the cupboard. a 24 ounce glass of grape juice on carpet, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and different things like you that. You can't really punish your elders. You know, you know you what I mean? Respect your elders. <laughs> Can you? Like, I don't know. If somebody, if they make a big mistake, what do you do? Right. Ground them. <laughs> Tell them they can't come around anymore. Well, there goes your babysitter. <laughs> So you're punishing yourself. <laughs> I feel like it's just one of those things. But they had all these people writing in and telling of their things their parents did. A couple people wrote in and like one person said, we had one of my siblings that was just misbehaving and being so naughty. And we were on our way to the trip. We weren't too far away. And sh- they said, my parents literally turned around and left that kid home. <laughs> and I don't know how old the kid was uh-huh. or anything like that. But they said, and we all went on the trip and left. Oh my the gosh. Home so it was, they were just it sick was of their on BS. purpose. Oh yeah. Home alone. It wasn't Kevin, Kevin Malone. <laughs> and so Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Who's Kevin Malone? On the office. Oh, on the office. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, those kind of similar names. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just thought we should ask for people's either punishments they received as a kid that mm-hmm. were outlandish, over the top, or funny. Yeah. Or ones they've given as a parent. Perfect. And it should all make you feel better about those moments that you're like... That you freak out and you lose it. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then a lot of times you are committed because you said it. You said, right. we're not doing this. Yeah. You got to fall if through. If you do this one more time uh-huh. and then someone does it... It's just crappy because as the parent, you really wanted to go to the restaurant. You wanted to... You're punishing yourself. Yeah. And other kids that are just innocent bystanders sometimes, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. One time when I was a drill coach, it was my first year and I was coming in in a weird situation where the drill team was kind of, I don't know, in shambles. Well, they had... The previous coach went to jail. It's so well, anyway. And the girls were kind of having a bad rep uh, as far as like not necessarily like skanking around. I'm just saying like they weren't they weren't adhering to things like grade qualifications and they were kind yeah. of like sloughing class and like some things like that. Not yeah. all of them. Not, not all, all of them. Because some of them listen to this. So I want you to know. <laughs> so the first week of school, I had a couple of kids get in trouble for dress code. Some kids were getting in trouble for being late to class. Some kids... A girl ran across a bunch of cars in the parking lot and like dented them. Yeah. It was... Like being silly. It was just people were just not thinking things through. And I was right. like, listen, if if some if some people, even if it's just five of you... Yeah. It makes everybody look bad. So I made everybody show up yeah. and do like an early morning Saturday school cleanup. Mm-hmm. And which like I told, was like, good idea. Like told, I, I told the twice. line. I did get some flack. Yeah. From, a couple parents. From parents. They're like, well, my daughter didn't do anything. Like, and I said, listen. You guys, come on. I said, listen. Make the connection I, This is to basically make an example. Everybody needs to shape up and or not step out of line if you already have been in line because it makes all of us look bad and we're all going to get punished. Right. That was a little bit. Um, maybe fringe or something. it was a little fringe. And I remember one of the school counselors was like, that's old school. I love it. Yeah. And I said, I just didn't know what to do. I needed to shape these kids up fast. Yeah. Well, because Britt made a good point. Like when she was deciding this, she said to them, you know, someone might not know your name, but if they're seeing you like perform at half times and all stuff, they'll be like, Oh, that Viston. Yeah. That, that, that drill, drill girl, girl is running, is causing, um, property damage in the parking lot right. they're wearing skanky clothes at school not following dress code they're not making or oh and it was another one a couple more had curfew tickets like oh, that right. week yeah and i'm like you guys Shape come on up. so yeah there were definitely a, the majority of the girls were doing good yeah but if yeah if you've got seven that are like really standing out and causing problems right at the, right at the beginning you've got to nip that in the bud yeah and make an example of everybody right basically and so you do that with siblings sometimes too yeah like you're like you're sorry everyone has to go out and do this thing this yard work or and no one's getting tv or no one's going to the well, restaurant and peer pressure like 
I don't know if peer pressure is the right word, but like that feeling of your peers being mad at you actually works too. way better it than, works really than better. even an adult sometimes being yeah. mad at you. And so it works mm-hmm. really well to have your friends being like, great, we're here because of what you did. So then you'll, yeah, you'll shape up yeah. usually. Usually. Well, let's get into some of these submissions. So um, her husband's brother and sister were fighting so bad that their parents said, this is gross. <laughs> you can either kiss on the lips for five minutes. Whoa. Guys, I don't even kiss my husband on the that's lips in- for five minutes. I was going to say, that's intense when you are a willing romantic partner. If you don't stop fighting, I'm going to make you commit incest. Like, what? Gosh. Like, <laughs> but I think it's because the parents assumed they would never, never choose that. Right. They're like, okay, we need to stop this behavior now. Yes. And so let's just threaten them with extended kissing. Yes. And they said, and they were also, it's kind of like the concept of when people ha- say their kids fight and they put them inside a hula hoop or a giant t-shirt together, yeah. mm-hmm. basically forcing them to be close and then uh-huh. they have to like talk, work it out, whatever. Yeah. I usually, I mean, I haven't done this for a while, but every once in a while we bring it back. I make them hold hands mm-hmm. and seeing um, families can be together forever. And if someone stops singing, we start over. Oh, and usually you will believe these usually words coming someone, out of your mouth. Usually someone's mad or yeah. grumpy. And so they're like, don't want to sing. And I'm like, families can be together forever. And I'm like, or they stop. And I'm yeah. like, nope, from the top. Brit's having her Maria moment with all these kids. <laughs> Let's start at the very beginning. They're like, all she, we weren't even fighting that bad. She just really wanted to play the guitar. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> but this listener said, the parents said, you could either kiss on the lips for five minutes or be grounded for a week from your friends. Well, they were both teenagers. Wait, what? Uh-huh. I'm dying. dying. I'm picturing a four-year-old and a and a no. five-year-old. Teenagers. And it was a brother and sister. Yes. I mean, not not it wouldn't be better if it was brother, brother, this sister, is sister. Borderline. This is this is very gray area. And she said, they chose to kiss. Shut the front door. And she said, Holy. I mean, friends are important when you're a teen. I'm like, you're not gonna have any friends left if they find out you've been macking your sister. <laughs> I can't believe this. So I'm like picturing. So do they, they set a timer? The parents are just like, let's watch our teen children kiss for five minutes. Set the egg timer. Yeah. But here's what I think. I think the parents they thought. Didn't, they didn't think they were going to They're like, they're not going to call our bluff. But they chose it. And then they're like, well, <laughs> crap. I hope so this they, doesn't escalate. They kissed for five minutes so that they wouldn't be grounded from their friends. Oh, my word. So I'm just I can't believe that. them lip to lip and just being like, mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know that that would solve the problem, but it goes I, it goes down as a memory. Yeah, it's a great story that you probably don't tell very many people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have another um, listener that was saying what kind of what you were saying. They said when her cousins fought, their mom made them go on a walk and hold hands the whole way. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of public and, humiliation sprinkled yeah. in there. Yeah, because like, your neighborhood could see you. And yeah, if you're 14 and 16 year old brother and you're holding hands on the street, it looks bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> So yeah, you learn quick not to mess around if they're going to issue those kind of punishments. You have to, which find, I appreciate. You have to find out everybody has something that makes them tick. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, part of your job as a good parent is finding out what's their weakness, <laughs> what's their <laughs> what can I threaten? Right. Okay. Well, I mean this this punishment fits the crime. Mm-hmm. I am. I love so just to pre- preface like. Mm-hmm. I am a big natural consequences gal. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been that way as a parent all along. And mm-hmm. I remember reading an article before I was a parent that talked about how like you've got to either you, yeah, you can work it where it's like you figure out their weakness and you target that, but a natural <laughs> consequence will go so much further. Yeah. So you try and match what they're doing. Yeah. So like my daughter, I'm like, if you're being mean to friends, 
you lose friend time. Yeah. Because what would happen? What's going to happen in life if you keep being mean to friends is you'll lose friends. You yeah. won't have any. Yeah. So that seems very natural, natural of mm-hmm. a punishment. You know. Yeah. This listener, uh, she said that she had a habit of not closing her dresser drawers <laughs> and would constantly leave them open when she was in high school. Oh, and then and- someone walks in and jacks their knee, you know, <laughs> or their thigh, and it drove her mom so crazy. So it, her mom came in. She said there were eleven dresser drawers mm-hmm. on her dresser. Wow! And she made her open and close each dresser drawer ten times <laughs> per drawer. So what's try ten and times cure- eleven? Hundred and ten. 110 times to try and cure the habit. And she goes, don't worry. It worked. It now drives her crazy when drawers yeah. are left open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you could do that or you could just leave the drawer open and make them close their eyes and walk aggressively towards the dresser. Right. I was going to say, I'd go with that one. <laughs> just walk into More it. More fun to watch. <laughs> or, you know, have a higher drawer open and say, okay, crouch down and bang into it as yeah. you come up. <laughs> <laughs> the cruel and unusual tactic is my way. When we were talking about what targets individuals or either the punishment fits the crime or what's their weakness. Um, this listener said she has a friend whose son hates peanut butter so much. So they, they would make him eat spoonfuls of peanut butter as the punish as punishment for whatever he did. Oh no. Cause he hated it. I mean, Hey, it was, yeah. If it's you, effective. if you want to get me like just shove a tomato in my mouth and I would never <laughs> do that again, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that, the hot sauce or the pepper you know, type of thing or whatever. If your kids are saying bad words, you sprinkle it in. Yes, we whatever. got multiple submissions about um, mouth washed out with soap. Uh-huh. We do that. I've done that to my kids. Um, we got that done to us yep. as very old kids. Pretty humiliating. <laughs> Pretty humbling. Okay. Well, this listener, she said that when she was younger, her older sister was getting into some kind of trouble. She's not quite sure what. Uh-huh. But her parents literally took everything away from her. <laughs> Even her bedroom door. Oh. I mean, I get it. If they're being sneaky and doing weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she still doesn't even know what her sister was doing. Right. But So, yeah, her bedroom door was gone. Her phone, her clothes, her shoes. Oh. They're like, you're not going to sneak out of the house if uh-huh. you don't have shoes on. Right. Well, maybe. But <laughs> anything in her room was out except for she did get to keep her bed frame and mattress. <laughs> no mirrors, no radio, nothing. Wow. She had to ask permission for anything she wanted to use. So if she wanted to go swimming. Like a Guantanamo Bay situation. <laughs> yeah. Azkaban. She had like uh, a fitted sheet. <laughs> That's it. And she would have to ask her mom and dad permission to grab her swimsuit out of a pile of her stuff they kept, they kept elsewhere. I would hate that to have a pile of my daughter's crap. But I mean, if you, once again, you want to nip something in the bud. If you think something is going the wrong direction or someone's going the wrong direction, you got to nip it in the bud. Well, apparently we have a family story that my mom has told that my great grandma, her son, so I think it's like my grandpa's brother or something, Mm -hmm. kept not putting his clothes away, kept leaving him on the floor. Mm -hmm. And so she took all of his clothes and like scattered them along the path as he was walking home from school. (laughs) That's if you have an affair thing. Yeah, throw the clothes, throw the clothes on the front yard. Make an example yeah. of him. I mean, but yeah, but you're if like, you're if walking you're not, home from school with your friends and all of a sudden your undies under, are on the, it's embarrassing, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna hop to those uh-huh. folding uh, clothes chores. Yeah, um, but yeah, she said she's pretty sure her sister did something very terrible right. because her parents have never done anything like that before, to anyone to anybody else. Or since. Yeah, she and her younger brother definitely learned to stay out of trouble. Yeah, because they're like, wow. I learned these just people, by watching these this. people go full Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> if you cross the line. Right. And we don't want to go there. Okay. Well, speaking of kind of, I guess, going overboard or just mm-hmm. feeling like 
Mm-hmm. You're done. This listener said her kids were being so naughty every time they drove anywhere. Constant fighting, whining, yelling. So she took one stuffed animal from each of their hordes and put them in the car. And when they started acting like wild men, she would hold the animal out the window and tell them, knock it off or Teddy gets it. (laughs) The innocent victim. Not Teddy. And she said, not her proudest moment, but also not her worst. Right. Because she would take something that meant something to them, (laughs) family heirloom or something that Grammy gave them, Uh and be like dangling him out the window like, Teddy gets it. Yeah. Teddy's going to get it. (laughs) It's one way to get rid of all those dang stuffed animals. Uh It's kind of like um, we see these memes go around around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. It's like wrap some empty gifts. Right. And throw them in the fire. When kids start acting up, throw one in the fire. They'll start shaping up real quick. Right. Well, and I just... And you always get those people in the comment section. You guys, I'm a big comment section reader. And, I know. Britt loves it. It's like a it's like a form of people watching. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, like character let's, watching. Let's see let's what everyone has... people's characters. Let's see what everyone has to say about this. I bet yeah. we're going to get some doozies. And people are like, how dare you? Emotional abuse. Yeah. It's like, it's they like, are emotionally abusing me every day in my household. Okay? Right. I feel like I am in an, abu- an abusive relationship. So don't. <laughs> This listener said that she had a child who'd been peeing the bed for far too long, mm-hmm. and they'd tried everything, everything under the sun, she said, to Have get Have you him- seen those alarm undies? No. They're like these underwears that oh. you put on, and apparently they like start to beep or vibrate if they start to get wet. Oh, really? But I feel like that would be like a chastity belt. Like, seems like it would need to be bulky to have like an alarm on it. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, like I haven't looked into it. Is this thing like, is it going to like <laughs> spark shock my children? <laughs> well, I hopefully, maybe they won't pee after that. If they get electrocuted in their nether regions. Electroshock therapy at its best. Yeah. Um, I've heard of pajamas. Yeah. Which basically allows them to pee and not have as much of a mess, which is Oh, that seems counterproductive. It does. It just enables. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So she said a friend of theirs um, had told them that they, same issue with their kids and, or at least one of them. And they would hose down that kid Mm -hmm. naked every time he peed the bed. With a hose, like a cold hose. Yeah. And it worked for them. And so she was desperate and thought, well, I'm going to try that. Yeah. So the next time her child peed the bed, she sprayed them down with a hose outside naked. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. <laughs> he kept peeing the bed and she still feels bad that she did that. Right. Now, my daughter brought something up recently. <laughs> okay. She goes, remember how you used to put me in a bathtub with ice cubes? <laughs> you did? My daughter, she was old enough and smart enough to know when she needed to stop playing and go to the bathroom, and she wouldn't. She would just pee, yeah. pee her pants, and then I'd have a mess to clean up in the toy room. Right. And her, I'd have to get her in the bath and all this stuff. So I started making it real. And plus, bath time, my kids love bath time. Yeah. So not, not only did they keep... Maybe not the polar plunge bath time. So that's what I had to turn it into, because I yeah. was like, she's not getting punished at all. I just... Because she's like, yeah, I just get a bath at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, she's like, okay, I was playing as long as I wanted. Yeah. Now bath time, play time. Yeah. So I had to make it not fun, and I gave her ice baths. And I don't think it worked that well. Yeah. You know. Well, but, but she remembers it. She does. So, <laughs> she doesn't pee her pants yeah, anymore. she doesn't pee her pants at 14 or whatever, you know, 13. <laughs> and what I've learned is that um, polar plunges or ice baths are actually very beneficial. So I was really doing her some favors <laughs> to her, her cellular reproduction. and all the things, <laughs> all the benefits. This listener said when she was like six or seven years old, she was on her driveway with sidewalk chalk and she ran out of room. So she decided, I'm just going to spill over to my neighbor's house and color on their driveway. Well, her mom came outside and got really mad. And she sent her over with a bucket of soapy water to scrub and scrub and had to scrub off his driveway from sidewalk chalk. <laughs> she felt like that was overboard. What do you think? I don't think I would be mad. 
And maybe if the neighbor came over and was like, how dare you sidewalk chalk my driveway? that's not what it sounded like. But, right. But I think overall, you just want to teach your kids, like, you don't, this isn't just free reign. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. There's some boundaries. But like Property sidewalk boundaries. chalk is going to wash off pretty well. Yeah. If it, is there rain in the forecast coming up in a couple of days? Maybe, maybe double check. Right. Well, this listener said that when she was a teenager, her mom got sick of the teenage tood mm-hmm. and put her on house arrest. <laughs> and that meant... She couldn't really do anything, but she could earn, quote, freedom points. I like it. (laughs) Freedom at last. (laughs) Freedom points by doing things like reading scriptures or writing in her journal. She could also- So again, like a prisoner, because that's all they can really do, write letters. (laughs) And she was allowed to jog, go on a jog. Mm -hmm. Tricks on mom, because she would just jog down to her friend's house, and her friend's mom would give her snacks and let her hang out for a few minutes. (sighs) And then she made sure to sprint up the hill all the way home to look extra sweaty and out of breath. As to why she would be gone that long. Yeah. She just went on a real great jog. She is- She like lo- runs through the sprinklers like on her way up. Wow. Like, you you're really sweating. That was a five miler, mom. How many freedom points do I get for that one? <laughs> this goes back to what we've talked about before. And I can't decide how to feel about that other mom, that friend's mom. You got to have your friends You got to ha- be- the, the other mom's You got to be on the mom team. Yes. And you mm-hmm. got to support their punishment. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, well, come on over. Have a Twinkie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless mm-hmm. the friend's mom didn't know. Yeah. She just like, why is she stopping by every yeah. day on her jogs? Let's give her a little electrolytes, Let's a little carbs to fuel her right. way home. It could have been that. But it, mm-hmm. to me, it sounds like she, she's like a prison guard that turned. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. on the prisoner's side. Right. And I don't And love a warden that. can't have that. I don't love that. All right. This listener said, she is the oldest and the only girl in her family. So... She was never punished like the brothers, (laughs) but she did say she tried to stay out of trouble while they caused it. So she doesn't feel like she deserved a lot of the punishment anyway, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. her dad would always give the boys an option for their punishment. So for example, go pick a jalapeno out of the garden and eat it all Mm -hmm. a traditional whooping or (laughs) you have to weed the garden or the orchard jalapeno. She said she found the jalapeno punishment very entertaining and oddly effective. And she said she thinks the funniest punishment to watch to the bystander were the ones where were when her brothers were young, younger and they would always put too much food on their plates and the dad would always warn them that they have to eat it. She said, well, more than once they didn't or refused to. Her dad, who's a muscular old school kind of man, would take his big spoon, much bigger than her brother's mouths and cram their food into their mouths. Like a serving spoon, like a ladle. (laughs) And she said she had the hardest time not laughing, but also kind of scared to laugh. Yeah. Because she's like, then I'll get the spoon in the throat. Mm -hmm. And then she said, there's something about laughing when a sibling is being punished. What is wrong with us? It's a a sadistic thing. Yeah. We're like, (laughs) but I would love to hear how these boys turned out because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. I know we've come a long way as far as like emotional awareness and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I also think we've become a very enabling society if Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. Yeah. And. There's not a lot of punishment because we don't paddle kids in school and stuff like that anymore. You can't even physically remove a kid from the classroom anymore. Like, I'm serious. That's a Uh rule. And I feel like we've gotten real far from this. Now, do I I encourage overeating and self-indulgence? No. (laughs) But I think this guy was more proving a point like, I don't care if you – My grandpa – We don't waste food. My grandpa's saying was – Take, take what, what you want, want but eat, eat what you take. take. And I, I take that to the bank because <laughs> I always tell my kids, you can go back and get seconds. Uh-huh. But once you put it waster. on your plate, it's a waste. It's not going back onto the dish. It's not yeah. getting saved. So I totally get that that mentality. But but yeah, force feeding your kid with a giant serving spoon. Right. Like as if he's been intense. on some kind of hunger strike. It's intense. 
This listener wrote in and she said, never did I ever think I'd be the mom cutting up Pokemon cards <laughs> for a bed not being made. Yeah. You make that bed or Pikachu is going down. <laughs> Again, that she probably knows the Pokemon cards mean a lot to him. Yeah. And there's nothing else working. This gentle parenting crap. Here's the thing. I saw a great meme the other day that said... <laughs> Congratulations to, to those of you doing gentle parenting that have gentle children. <laughs> While the rest of us survive our best with wild animals. Like yeah. sometimes gentle parenting works. does not work. Yeah. Well, something, sometimes it works, yeah. but sometimes it doesn't. And I would it, say it has most to be, of the time it, it has doesn't. to be a kid that actually responds to gentle parenting. Right. That's like, okay, Johnny, do you see how you made that person cry? Are you observing the emotions? Right. That you- they just are like a naturally empathetic kid. Yeah. And Johnny's just like continues to punch. Right. You know, like, okay. And, okay. and everyone hates that mom. Yeah. Sorry. But if you're, uh, you know, in a situation and that kid is being horrible to everybody. And they're like, <clears throat> uh, so Johnny, remember how we talked about that's a, that's, that's a rough me. touch. Up That's there on me. the platform that you're almost going to shove a kid off of. And we're going to go home, but I won't really actually take you home. Like, everyone's always like, do get, something. Get up there, mom. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, this listener said, speaking of the eating one, if they left their plate on the table, they would get a licking, <laughs> AKA mom would lick your face. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to give you a licking. And that typically means like a whooping. Yeah. No. So she thought it was funny That's to hilarious. do a play on words and uh-huh. lick their face. And she put a barf emoji on that. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but it's a, it, it's worrisome if you go to a friend's house and they're like, oh, I better get my plate because at home I get a licking if I don't. And the other parents are like, hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so you got to make sure they can clarify uh, that a licking does not mean you're a beating. You're going out and getting a switch off the tree. Right. <laughs> Okay, so this listener. So I'm guessing that she would go to her grandma and grandpa's 20 acre farm. Okay. And and help out. Mm -hmm. What they would have to do is pick up rocks. Prison labor. Literally. Literally. um, Along this 20 acre. They're chained together. (laughs) 20 acres. That is so far. And she said her grandpa would ride along on the tractor behind them uh-huh. and he would come and bump them <laughs> oh with gosh. the tractor. Oh my gosh. Was this like a combine or I hope yeah, it was just a very little scary. John Deere. Yeah. If they were going too slow oh. on that 20 acre rock picking See, up. See, but this is, <laughs> we've gotten too far. I know. Like she, this girl is probably salt of the earth. Yeah. Tough Hard as, worker. Tough as those rocks that she was forced to pick right. up via threat of being run over by a tractor. Right. So we need this a little bit more. <laughs> People are going to be like, what are you guys saying? We're not preaching anything crazy. Just a little grit. Just a little toughness. Right. Well, this listener, I think it's funny because this listener, it like spilled over into her friends. Mm -hmm. It is so embarrassing as a teenager when your parents punish your friends. That is a very hot button feeling like for a teenager because Mm -hmm. you're like, it's one thing to embarrass me, but like Uh when you start trying to punish my friends, you're so embarrassed. Well, um, this listener said... They had a pool, and if girls came swimming in a bikini, he would toss out his old T-shirts to them and make the girls wear them. Yikes. Yeah. And so they're like, thanks. I have your old B.O. T-shirt now that I got to put on. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. That seems crossing the line. No, that is. It's not your child. If they're, No. I wore a bikini. My you... mom didn't like it, but I bought my own bikinis, so mm-hmm. it was what it was. Yeah. I guess they're like, my pool, my rules. True. Because we go to a place every summer with our family, and they don't allow two pieces, and like one girl had on literally like an inch or two of her stomach was showing. It was like a high-waisted and he told her she had to wear a shirt over it. Like the people yeah. who own the place. Cause they're like, this is our house. This is where yeah. we don't need this, but he's scantily clad, but I'm like, she's 13. She's not scantily clad yeah. at all. I don't know. That's a gray area for me. 
you could maybe you can enforce dress code probably with your children. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else, it doesn't no. sound like this worked anyway because it sounded like it happened multiple times, and it was her friends. So that they should learn, I mean, and they like, didn't. Maybe they, like, I don't have another swimsuit. What do right. I do? <laughs> okay. Well, this listener said, speaking of making people wear stuff, if they left their shoes out around the house, mm-hmm. her dad would tie the shoelaces together and have them wear them around their neck, like a Hawaiian lei. Oh, for an hour, so <gasps> they would have to smell the Stinky, dirty, dirty, dirty shoes for an hour. That really is gross. Because, but also kind of might steal that. <laughs> It's a great My idea. My kids kick their shoes everywhere. I know, but so many of them are the ones without laces. Well, then just get a little They're the zip slides. tie. They're the slides or yeah. the the Nikes or the ones that you can like yeah. slide your foot in mm-hmm. or whatever, the, the Crocs. And so I got to come up. I guess I could just take a little twine. But my daughter, yeah, just tie them together with whatever you have. Yeah. My daughter is so bad at this and it's not, it's, she's a lot like me. And that's a personality her, trait. Yeah. Because it was a lot like me. She leaves things everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, she's like, I left my socks here and I can't find my softball visor. And and I know I know where it's coming from. And it's coming from you are just kind of a carefree spirit. This is how mm-hmm. I was when I was young. Yeah, like la di da. La di da. You're in the moment. You're having fun. Most of the time you try to make any situation fun. Mm-hmm. And so you're not like type A naturally. This is how I was as a kid. Yeah. I can't tell you how many of my times my mom bought me a new winter coat. And eventually <laughs> she said, I will not buy you another coat. I just won't. And it's mm-hmm. Utah. I don't really care. You will not have a coat because uh-huh. – that's expensive. And I left them everywhere. So yeah. I get, it's almost more frustrating because I knew I used to do that. Yeah. And, but I'm so sick of her leaving stuff everywhere. I get texts from every parent. Ever's bow is here. Her socks are here. Her shirt is here. Yeah. Her toy is here. And she loves to bring a lot of crap with her too. Mm-hmm. She loves to bring a stuffed animal and a blanket in the car. And so I've just started like putting the kibosh. So I would do this. I would make her wear her shoes. I'm so over it. Like, because she kicks off her shoes. We only can find one of like mm-hmm. all these pairs because she's kicked them off somewhere in the yard. Yeah. And so it's like, if I find them, I would just be like, yeah, shove it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> this listener said, if they slammed any door yeah. at their house, her parents would take the bedroom door off its hinges mm-hmm. and hide it across the street at the neighbor's. <laughs> Were the neighbors in on it? Like, were well, they like, okay with it? Or were they just showing up at home and there were doors in their house, in their like, yard? Oh, okay. The Johnsons brought over another door. Right. <laughs> so weird. They're like, we look like we're having some kind of a yard sale. <laughs> that is so funny. We're really into shabby chic doors around the house yeah. as decor. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there, though. If any of my neighbors are listening, you are more than welcome to use me as, like, mm-hmm. the door storage place or whatever. I mean, yeah, my we're husband, in it together. We're not going to be the mom that ha- is facilitating. I'm not going to give them Twinkies and be like, I'm sorry that your mom took your door. I'm going to be like, keep your door here and send them over here and I'll give them a good talking to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make them pick up rocks. Yeah. And I'll bump them with my <laughs> tractor that I don't have. But there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that are taking doors off hinges. Yeah. All the parents have their little thing uh-huh. and it just, it just uh, drives uh, them crazy. Uh, so they're willing to go to great lengths. Right. So try not to, to judge. Stop. This listener was told that she wasn't allowed to watch Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat <laughs> for three days. <laughs> Cruel and unusual punishment for nine-year-old me. Apparently a nine-year-old Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat fan. Super fan. Super fan. I will have my Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny I have favorite. never seen. You've never seen no. it? Oh my gosh. It's a weird concept for a musical in my opinion. But then again, I was a big Saturday's Warrior fan. And I don't that's know that that's much better. It's concept. a strange concept as well. He's Mormon culture. <laughs> precept on precept. Hey, Flinders, go Flinders. Come, we got to go Flinders. A big house on the hill. Those bad guys oh, were... Oops, forgot my pill. great dancers. Yeah, they were. I see the appeal, They were Jimmy. 40. <laughs> they were supposed to be like edgy high school kids. Uh-huh. And these, I see the appeal. The girls see- were hot 
commods too. Yeah, wearing their crop tops. Yeah. And they look some- like straight out of Saved by the Bell. Doing some really solid choreography. Yeah. <laughs> I always was drawn to them, if I'm being honest. They made it look fun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I see the appeal. <laughs> everyone at Jimmy should have done a better job at like at- making them fall a little harder. Yeah. They like, were trying not to get too scandalous. Give them but, like, a meth face or something because they yeah. <laughs> looked too pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't look like the, the hard life's treating them too bad. <laughs> so anyway, this person, we got on a little tangent there, but this person was denied Joseph and the Amazing Technical or Dreamcoat um, because she had told her mom that she cleaned her room and then her mom found a bunch of stuff stuffed under her bed and mm-hmm. in her closet. My daughter's is, been doing that. This is on the daily. I should get more strict. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys, don't do it. I need to start pulling some a of Karen. these. I need to pull, start pulling some of these parents' tricks yeah. to get some results. Well, when I'm, I've gotten too soft. When I, I think s- I'm just tired. When I say pull a Karen, it's because our mom, we did the same thing. We kind of would like shove dirty clothes. Our hampers would be like compacted down with dirty clothes and then mm-hmm. sometimes I'd just shove them under my bed so I could go somewhere and she found it all one night mm-hmm. and woke us up at three in the morning okay I don't think she woke us up at three in the morning I think we'd been asleep for like an hour or so mm-hmm. and she woke us up and we cleaned until three in the morning even okay. though we had school the next day don't you remember this yes and she wrote a long letter about lice and mites <laughs> and I don't know if it was true but it scared me it scared me I won't say that I became the cleanest person it took me until I was an adult to become a clean person but apparently Joseph was her trigger that's a pretty easy trigger. Yeah. Because nice. the mom gets a break mm-hmm. from hearing Donny Osmond's stuff. <laughs> the mom's like, this is driving me nuts. Jacob! Jacob and sons! <laughs> and she's like, this is a win-win, yeah, honestly. Really? It's kind of like anybody that wants to take away a kid's show, too, that they're oh, just yeah. so sick of hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this listener said, when her daughter was younger, maybe six or seven, she made the comment, I feel like Cinderella, mm-hmm. when she was having to do stuff. Yeah. And the mom was like... Kind of reacted like you. <laughs> she said, well, evil stepmother came out. <laughs> and the very next day, she got a list of things she had to do before anything, quote unquote, fun. And she said it was about four hours or more of tasks and chores that she had to do. She wanted to make sure she really understood what Cinderella felt like. And she <laughs> was like. Do you understand what that beautiful young woman went through? <laughs> it was. It's not before a real. Before her life in the castle. <laughs> before she was a princess. She had a life in the hard knocks. <laughs> you want Cinderella. I'll, I'll show, you, I'll show Cinderella. you Cinderella. It's I need I, to be I need to be a hard A, you guys. But I'm I, I'm listening to all this and I'm like, there was a recent conversation that I had a I had I I was being a gentle parent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have just smacked that kid and taken all the clothes out of her closet. Right. I <laughs> No, sometimes yes. I don't think that's a you know Maybe not smacked her. Yeah. But I smacked her with hypothetically with, with hypothetically with consequences. Yeah. Well, this listener said this wasn't a punishment from his parents. It was actually his older siblings. Okay. He's the youngest child. And when his parents would go somewhere and the older siblings would be babysitting, mm-hmm. they would turn him into their slave. <laughs> like they would make him carry them everywhere on his back. Oh my You're gosh. You're the youngest. Yeah. How are you even like standing upright? Right. How old's the oldest? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like what's the weight differential? Right. Um, so while he was carrying them, if their foot touched the ground, he would have to start over. <laughs> oh my gosh. back to the couch he said if they wanted a drink of water mm-hmm. he would carry them if they wanted a snack he would have to carry them to the kitchen oh my gosh i don't remember what i would have just been like can i just get it for you without carrying you yeah i'll bring it on a tray yeah <laughs> i just i'm starting to have lower back issues right there's a little bit of scoliosis going on <laughs> he said he doesn't even remember what they threatened him with to make him do it right 
He just said, he, they must have had something on him. This had to have gone on for quite some time. And the, how did the, I just, I'm always flabbergasted at like, how did the parents not find out? Yeah. Like at some point, wasn't he like, well, when I was carrying him on my back and then mom being like, what? Well, yeah. Well, the moment I get home, uh-huh. my child would be like, they made me carry them on their back and yeah. now my back hurts. Right. Like instantaneous. Right. Yeah. Those 80s and 90s, 80s, 90s kids. Yeah. Yeah. They us. they just knew how to put up and shut up. Yeah. Which, bet for better or for worse, really, though. Right. Because this poor person. Because then there's Sims that got slipped through the cracks they shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. Well, this listener said when her kids fight, this is kind of similar like with punishments with siblings, when her kids fight and are mean to each other over and over again, their consequence is they have to clean each other's rooms. Ooh. But she said... Her son goes into her daughter's room and he goes into his. She said, it's a little cruel though, because she is 10 times messier than him. Yeah. So think about your two daughters. Yeah. And one of them is just naturally a lot more messy. And if yeah. you made them do that, it's like so unfair. Uh-huh. And it's actually like a privilege for the messy kid. Because they're, yeah, like, they're like, I don't awesome. have to. I have, I've picked up this pillow that yes. fell on the ground. <laughs> yep. Last summer we got to where we just on their chore list uh-huh. at the bottom, it was do something nice for them. Uh-huh, for we had to put it as a chore. Uh-huh. We're just being so mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Well, this listener said, growing up, her parents would always emphasize, don't leave your bikes or toys outside so they don't get stolen. Right. So her twin brothers, they were about maybe five or six at the time. And they weren't listening to mom when it was time to come inside for the night. Mm-hmm. And so she got real mad and made them come in and right away and just straight to their room and they were so concerned. Our bikes are outside. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just go to bed. You know, probably like, I will pick them up because if I send them back out there to pick up their bikes, all of a sudden they're going to be riding their bikes. They're yeah. going to be playing, you know? So she said they were so concerned and they they sat in their basement room and they just devised a plan. <laughs> they decided that it would be the best option to throw their dump truck at the window <gasps> to break it so that they could climb out and go put their bikes away so they wouldn't get stolen. Oh my gosh. She said, flawless plan, right? <laughs> so her mom was so mad. They shattered yes. their bedroom window. window. She said, she even called her sister and said, give me one reason, one good reason, not to take away every Christmas and birthday for the next three years. <laughs> well, she said later, her dad just duct taped the window with cardboard in a very redneck way to <laughs> quote unquote fix it. Her mom said he even ended up leaving it all winter because it gave them another place to plug in extension cords for his Christmas lights. <laughs> I was thinking they were like, because that punishment fits the crime. It's, it's going to be chilly in your room because yeah. you guys broke the window on purpose. Right. But no, it was mostly just for the Christmas lights. Correct. Well, they were just like, well... Lemonade out of lemons, yeah. you know? But I just thought it was so funny that they threw a dump truck through the window to try to save their bikes. But also, that's not safe. Like, an intruder just cuts through the cardboard to get to these little kids, <laughs> but obviously they're fine. I need to not worry so much. This listener has found a way to turn punishment into, like, a spa situation for her. Slightly. Slightly. Not mm-hmm. full spa. She said that... She, like, sends her kid to esthetician school. Like <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time for facials. Yeah. She said one of her go-to punishments is from her kids is making them play with her hair. <laughs> so she'll be like, oh, that's five minutes for my hair. And she goes, she feels like it's a win-win. I Not too hard and cruel. And it's actually kind of nice to get, like, your head scratched. They might have some good conversations in the Yeah. Mix. And she says it's also a great op- opportunity for them to kind of mess around with hair and learn. Yeah. <laughs> like, brushing it out and maybe put it up in a pony. Her boys are like, do I need this skill? <laughs> do Doesn't I? matter. Keep scratching. Yeah. <laughs> I would get one of those ones they sell at the mall. Those, like, head scratchers. Oh, yeah. I have one. And be like, 
dangling it. If uh-huh. you don't stop fighting, <laughs> I'm going to get an hour straight of a scalp massage. Yeah. Well, I like that. It's kind of like what I did with the fighting when I was like, pay this and it's for me. Like uh-huh. I get to go to lunch or go, yeah. you know, get a drink or whatever with it. So I don't hate it. It's not cruel and unusual, but it's, well, it's not cruel, but it might be a little unusual. Uh-huh. It's effective and you get a little something out of it. Yeah. Well, this you're, was- you're not turning the car around and nobody gets to go to eat. Right. Well, and sometimes you look at these punishments and you're like, Oh gosh, like that sounds a little bit, uh, but then you have put yourself in that place and you're like, no, there is a time when you are done. You are you ready have to nothing left and out. you better feel lucky that that's what I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're just done. Um, because this listener said, um, her toddler's timeout used to be on the front porch during winter. <laughs> and she said it was the only thing that would snap her out of a tantrum. Uh-huh. And now it's summer. She sometimes gets threatened getting put in the shower. She said she feels like she might be traumatizing her, but she's very stubborn and she mm-hmm. does not budge otherwise. And well, that's like on League of Their Own when Kit's freaking out and Tom Hanks yes. has to throw her in the shower yes. and turn it on to make There's her no calm down. There's no calm, gentle reasoning with that. It yeah. is you have to snap them out, out of it, it. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I, we did have, you know, some of the more of these rapid fire responses and someone said, throwing their boys in a cold shower because mm-hmm. you get so worked up. I mean, there's uh-huh. been times, haven't you ever had to like punch something, throw something, yeah, you know, remove yourself from the, from situation. the situation, you know? And it, so it's not, it's not that like out of the box in my yeah. opinion, you mm-hmm. know, but another listener said they've made their kids cut the grass with scissors. <laughs> I'm like the whole grass, the uh-huh. whole lawn, uh-huh. a big yard. Yeah. But I don't know why a lot of these, I didn't get the context of what they had to do. But I'm just going to trust that our gabbers are great people <laughs> and that it was deserved. Yeah. It was... I mean, it's not, that's it's just tedious. It's right. not, you know. You might get a sunburn. It's not painful or emotional trauma. Right. It's just tedious. This okay. listener said she threatened to make her kids lick their boogers off the wall if they wipe them on there again. I mean, you've got to. Well, it, yeah. If you're cleaning them off, it's not working. Yeah. Disgusting. Oh. And why are we wiping boogers on the wall? Side note. <laughs> Oh gosh, you guys, some of you guys are hard A's yeah. and I'm loving it. Inspiring and Inspiring us. And I need to, yeah, take a page from your book because mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh well, I really, well, could, I really me- could have nipped that situation in the bud better and I was too gentle and I need to just fire things up a little bit around my house. Well, that makes me feel better because you, you've seen me kind of more aggressive. Like I said, you guys have inspired me <laughs> to She's be- getting emotional. Uh, to be- being her to my children. <laughs> no, just like maybe upping the punishments a little bit. Yes. Getting the results you need. That yeah. You want. Yeah. And um, we are glad that you were able to share that with us, commiserate a little bit, <laughs> and for letting yourself be a little vulnerable as always. Yeah. And sometimes it's not easy to admit, you know, that yeah. you're cutting up your kids' Pokemon cards or right. whatever it is. But we we have 100% faith that that was justified. Right. All of these things are justified. justified. And just remember, even when you're feeling guilty about it, when you're feeling like you're going to lose your crap, someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys. Gab along with us next week. Be sure to follow along with us on Instagram. Leave a rating and review. And the best thing you can do is tell a friend mm-hmm. or share on your Instagram stories. Yeah. Honestly, the biggest way to like promote podcasts is actually word of mouth. It's It feels old school. It's, yeah, Instagram stories and telling friends. The best way to spread podcast cheer is singing it loud for For all to to hear. hear. All right, guys. Bye. See ya. Test, test. Welcome, welcome. 
Welcome, welcome, Sabbath morning. Oh, Sabbath morning. Nah. And you know, Britt, she loves to save a buck. Hey, now, that's not it's, a bad it's thing. It's good for the environment. I'm trying to think how we get into this. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Don't don't put it in. I got that wrong. I'm going to have this, and you guys can slum with the Otter Pops. Like a, I'm burger, gonna, like, like a booger thinking, cash. Thinking about it, I'm going to vomit. He's, he's been like this from he's day such one. such a piece of work. Yeah. Work is a word. I was going to say piece of...